This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Skipper Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. The pods never stop. Welcome to the warm-up episode 80. I'm your host, Brady Frost, and to preview Bristol City, I'm joined by Tom Bradshaw, as always. Tom, good bank holiday. Yeah, brilliant, Brady. Is this his 80th podcast? 80th, yeah. Of the warm-up? Wow. Yeah, 80 warm-ups. Yeah, blooming it. What a milestone. What a good well time. Done. Hit. Well done to you, Brady. Congratulations. And it was your birthday, wasn't it, recently? So it's kind of nicely coincided. Are you, are you 80 years old as well? I am 80 years old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm 28, actually. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's weird. Um, but, um, yeah, no age. I suppose it's like anything. But I've got a 19-year-old sister who constantly makes me uh, feel <laughs> about 50. So there's that. Um, <laughs> Tom, how, anything interesting happened at Bank Holiday before we talk about the town game? Don't really want to talk about it. I feel a bit bummed at the weekend. So. Oh, really? I did a, did a bit of a charity thing. Did a, a mural in my local pub. That was nice. Um, oh, nice. Raised some money for charity, but yeah, nothing really, mate. It was just a nice one. Went out, went did a, did a swim because I live by the sea and all that. Lovely seaside, so I had a nice swim. Make you all jealous up there in Yorkshire. Although, uh, <laughs> you got to make sure you check those apps these days just in case uh, the government have poured a load of crap into the sea, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of, of a lot of crap, <laughs> let's start with this. <laughs> um, so they drew two... <laughs> what a segue. They drew two all with uh, West Brom at the weekend. Um, I know the table's still early, but 23rd. Just the one win. I was at the game on Saturday. Um, Tino Andrin, what performance! But um, yeah, that second half, it, it, I'm going to be honest, it, it bummed me out a little bit. I thought we were lucky to to come away with a point, to be honest. Um, mm. But yeah, so not a good one. Tom, what did you briefly make of that on Saturday? Yeah, it's just all looked a bit. Um, it's like it's just a bit disappointing because it was kind of like we we snatched it. In the end, but the, we you'd have hoped we'd have built on, kind of not playing brilliantly, but going two 0 up. You'd hope that they'd have built on that and maybe set some foundations. But 
that never happened really, did it? There's just there's just something missing, isn't there? There's a massive it's that middle. We're just overrun in the middle at the moment. Um and it's it's costing us games, it's costing us points. I mean, we're we're not we're not blessed with like the injuries at the moment, but um something has got to change. Um, I don't know if it's a tactical change or like yeah, of getting more bodies in in that area, but it's not looking good, Brady. It's not. Um, and Bristol, you know, we previously have had a bit of a tricky record, but um, they've started the season quite well. They've, they've played six in the league, one, two, drawn two, lost two. They're actually unbeaten in six league games if you count the cup, and and they're twelfth and they've scored in every game, as you pointed out to me before the jumps on. Um, so yeah, it's not tri- it's historically a tricky fixture. I think it's gonna. I think history is going to maybe repeat itself. It looks a bit of a tough one, um, especially given how we're playing. Did you single out a key player for us, Tom? Someone to, who could haunt the Terriers? Yeah, for us, I don't know. I mean, it is diff- it's always difficult down there, isn't it? One win in six down at Ashton Gate, and and that is five losses as well. It's not even like one win and six draws. It's yeah, not not as favourite place to go, is it? So I think. Well, Lee Nichols basically. I, I think he's <laughs> he's already doing stuff for us that he shouldn't be and keeping us in games. Um so we can win this game if we keep a clean sheet, if Lee Nichols has an amazing game and keeps everything out. He's got his his defence in front of him, I've got to be helping him out here. But um yeah, um they have only kept two clean sheets so far this season. That's including those cup games. Um, so they they do concede as well. I think we're going to score. So if we can keep a clean sheet, I think we can get three points. But that is a massive ask for town at the moment, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one, really. I mean, my key man for them is um, Andres Wyman. I think I thought last season was a bit of a red herring because you know he's not scored that many goals but um he does seem to be carrying it on he's got he's got four goals already if you count the cup and two assists um so he's the real danger man he seems to be sitting behind the uh the back two um yeah. and tom i know one of your players is, is in the front ahead of him and yeah um one of someone we know well actually I, I i did have someone we know quite well written down already didn't i brady um mm. as a as in nake because Surprisingly, three assists this season already. He started most games. Pearson giving him a bit more of a chance this year. Maybe he's maybe he's seen something else in him that um, because last year he didn't have such a good record goal scoring or kind of setting things up either. Um, and this year he's already down there with three assists. But they've got this young lad coming, Tommy Conway, through the academy, been there since he's seven. Um, had a couple of loan spells in the last couple of years. I think it was Bath City, so not not a high standard really. I think they're like um the league below the National League, Bath City. I, I feel like the Southern League. Um, and he's he's got five goals in all competitions already this year. Um, so they're kind of they're kind of touting him as like if uh, someone does come in for Semenya before um the seat the the transfer window shuts, then Tommy Conway is basically replacing him as uh, the person who's going to pick up those those goals this year. But what start he's had, um, 20 years old, 
some good things to come from him, I, I think. Yeah, they've they've got some good good players and kind of Alex Scott obviously won the under nineteen Euros and he, he looks like a tidy player. So no good. Well, Alex good Scott pick. lives with Tommy Conway. They have they they flat share together. So there's like a, a good rivalry between them to like push each other on and stuff. I think they've grown up together in the 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 youth system there down at Bristol. One's an Arsenal fan, one's a Spurs fan as well. There Look you at go. this knowledge. I know. <laughs> Do you just know any anything about um, teams that are, you know, south of Yorkshire? Yeah, that's it, yeah. I mean, just those two players in particular, that's what I wrote my thesis on at university. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, well, because this is a bit of a short one, uh, we've not got a view from the other side because we, you know, we don't want to hear positivity from opposition fans. <laughs> um, so I think it's time for one thing. We'll have a little rumble through the old mailbag. You've got mail. Great jingle. <laughs> Great jingle. <laughs> what a jingle that is. Um, so, yeah, so the first one is from James Macbeth. We actually got asked this for the last pod, um, but I wanted to pick it up because I thought it was a good question. So it said, do you think we are making the most of being able to use five subs a game? Seems like a great opportunity to give more time to players in the fringes. Brackets, depending on how a game's going, obviously. I think that's a good point raised by James. Tom, mm. do you do you agree with your thoughts? Um, possibly. I think to um, look, how many, how many subs did we make on um, Saturday? Because there's a there's a strong argument on uh, the Utu Beer pod from David saying that um, it was one of our stronger benches in a long time, especially compared to West Brom. Um, and when he read it out, he I, I couldn't not agree with him there because um, we we have got a decent bench at the moment. When you when you do look at the 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 players we've had in the past. There's a lot of times, maybe not last season, but season before, um, it was always like, oh, who are we going to bring on? There's no one to bring on this season. So it's four subs we made on Saturday. So we, yeah. we maybe we are we are utilizing that, aren't we? Um, that's that's a <laughs> it's a lot of subs in the game, and it did it change the game though. Um, was it was it Jordan who hit the post in the like the last? Ruffles, wasn't Ruffles, it? yeah, and then Jordan had that header from about six yards out that he should have buried. It was his um, first touch, really. I wasn't. Yeah. I think if he's on for ten minutes, yeah, gets on target. Um, so yeah, and then Boyle came on, Holmes came on, Kamara came on. Um, don't yeah, know. Did. What do you think? Did it did it make did it make much of a difference? Did Dwayne Holmes look decent enough? Like he has been coming off the bench recently. I yeah, I think Dwayne gets a lot of like a bit like what Brownie was saying. I think he gets a bit of unnecessary stick. Like he gets singled out more. I think when we're not playing well. Uh, to be honest, I think speaking of subs, what what irritated me um, on Saturday was obviously where we we were hanging on in the second half and he took Ward off for Kamara and then we played you know Sorbo was just up top on his own for 10 yeah. minutes and before yeah. bringing on roads which I just thought was like just didn't make any sense we didn't have an out whereas you know I think <clears throat> if I'm Jordan Rhodes I'd be I'd be a bit miffed because coming yeah. on like 10 minutes to go you can't really 
can't really do much, but he yeah. made such a difference as soon as he came on roads. Like just, you know, winning those fouls that an experienced like forward does, you know, just cause it being a bit of a pain, you know, for the opposition defenders. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I get what they're saying. I get what James is saying about are we making the most of it? I suppose it depends on how the game goes, but yeah, I don't know. Like I think I don't think we're using roads enough. I think yeah. he deserves more minutes. Um, I'm not saying necessarily starting because I think we had this debate a lot last season. Like Wardy offers you a lot off the ball um, that Rhodes doesn't. You know, and yeah. I think Rhodes coming on with some tired legs and it's it's good, but you know he needs more than ten minutes. Um, I think Kamara's looked decent. I wonder if he maybe deserves a start because I think we'll, in fact we'll come on to it now. We've got another question. It was from Nick Hood, which was like, how can uh, Danny Schofield played Russell on the moment because I thought Russell was very poor on Saturday um, mm. and I think I think midfield's an issue like you're saying yeah massive issue at the moment isn't it I mean Russell's good at one thing He's, last season he was calm on the ball he seemed to shrug people off turn out of trouble and then play the right pass in the to the right person this season, he's kind of done the opposite, hasn't it? I mean, we always knew he wasn't blessed for the pace, but you kind of allowed that because of his ability on the ball last season. Um, and this season, he's just not making the right decisions, is he? Um, and then Hogs out, Kasumu's out, and you're basically asking, well, I mean, you got to remember how old Russell is as well. You're asking two young lads to, to come up against some good quality experienced championship players so far this year in the middle. Um, it is a lot to ask of them, but yeah, we're, we're struggling in the middle so much at the moment. Yeah, I think we <clears throat> we really miss Lewis, don't we? I think that's yeah. it. Like, I, we, we, we were going to, but I think um, I could see why we signed Kasumi, but like you say, that already seems, again, maybe because we're playing, you know, if we're winning, it wouldn't be as big a deal, but if, like you said before, he, he could only really play 25 games a season. So what do you do for those other 20, 20 yeah. games? I don't know. It, it does look like a problem. Um, I think Russell, to, to kind of answer the question that, yeah, I was disappointed with him on Saturday. But again, I think he's someone who's, you know, not um, coping well with Lewis gone and Lewis doing all this running. And I think mm. I, I've talked about it before and I know Dwayne was very good in his sub cameo against Stoke, but I wonder if you play Holmes through the middle because at least he's going to give you that energy. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's what we're missing. I think the I think I think he is the well, the cheap. Rather than going out and trying to bring some someone else in, I I honestly think Holmes can do that job in there. He's got an engine, gets stuck in. And then, all right, maybe maybe he doesn't have the the strength of O'Brien, that kind of upper body strength that O'Brien had, but he'll, he he will fight for the ball, and when he picks it up, he drives really well. And I think one thing he he has that O'Brien didn't have is that kind of that last pass that needs. We saw it at the Stoke game, won the ball back, set up two basically. So yeah. I'd. Maybe he doesn't want to play there, but I don't see how no one else in the club doesn't see that that Holmes could could do that job. Yeah, it's weird because, like, I think when we signed, I know I was banging about this, but when we signed him, 
he said like he wants to be midfielder, and that was the rumor rumor he fell out with Rooney at Derby because he wanted to be playing in midfield. So I don't know. It, it, I just think give it a go. Why not give it a go? See what he can do because I, I yeah. think that's his problem. He he can play everywhere. Maybe you know if we've got a, a bit of a gap there, maybe play him because I think you know. You know, with alongside Radoni or, or Russell, I feel that could work potentially. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Midfield. Anyway, midfield seems to be a, a big question. <laughs> um, James, uh, you know, one of the guests on uh, regular guests on here, asked us a question, um, and it was late last night. And Tom, I asked you to do a bit of research on this. Um, which realistic box-to-box midfielders could town sign? Obviously, the transfer window is still open. Bloody hell, James. You know, we're recording this at like half nine in the morning. So Yeah, how can you tell how tired we are? Half nine. <laughs> Get a job, you two, basically. Yeah, it's pretty much. Order, isn't it? <laughs> um, did you... Anyway, do your job. Do your job. That's your job. Which yeah. is... Um, did you did you single anyone out? I had a look. It's really... It, it was really difficult, especially at this stage of the transfer window, um, because obviously you've got to be realistic with town, haven't you? And it's not going to be so <laughs> top of my list that Alan Campbell from Luton. Yeah. Um, but town are never, never signing him from Luton, are they? Unless they're paying. Yeah. Probably, I'd say they'd let him go for maybe four million, four or five million. Oh, well, town, um, town, what? Time will play that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he he's he'd be top of my list. Um. But then obviously you've got to be realistic. So it's probably going to be a League One player or a Prem loan. Yeah. Um, so there's a few lads that maybe we've missed out on already. Um. Like there's uh the lad from. I was I was looking through League One and like who's had a decent start and there's there's this lad who Peterborough signed this Hector Kiprianu from uh from Leighton Orient a Cypriot lad um and he's had a really good start down there a couple of assists um Daniel Adshed who uh, is at Cheltenham now who who they picked up from Norwich twenty year old but these are both young as well and it's like can is it is that a risk we need someone with a bit more experience it's it's money you've got to spend money on that um yeah someone who we've had in the past who i've always thought was a bit of a bit of a hoggy good engine and he's been popping up with the odd goal kyle dempsey at bolton five yeah. games two goals so far down there he's only 26 still but he is we let him go and he, he's he's played a lot of, he's played a lot of football now a lot of moves, but he played a lot of football. He he went, he dropped all the way down to Fleetwood, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Then got moved to Gillingham and now he's at Bolton back in League One. So I don't know. Um I got a couple of other names. Scott Fraser, who Charlton have just signed from Ipswich, but that's again um that's again we've we've just missed out, I think, at that kind of vital time of the season. There's a lot of players who've made that move already. Who you're not going to be able to sign because they've just gone. Then you look at Learns Brady, who've you got? Um, Gilmore at Chelsea, but he's he's not going to drop down to the Championship, I don't think. Um, and then I can't really think of any other other Prem youngsters. You got any? No, well, I was struggling to be honest. I had a little look 
Um, and he's quite old and he's not really started, but he is from League One, so maybe this is uh, realistic. But I always remember um, Alex Gorin from Oxford. Um, he is like 29 years old. He's Spanish. Yeah. But he, he's, he's come off the bench. But I think he, whenever I've seen, this is a bit of a hipster choice, but he's always got good stats. Yeah. Um, always, so it goes a little bit unnoticed. And I wonder if, you know, we talk about Russell and Rodoni. I know Hogs. Hogs in there and got a bit of experience, but we are lacking a bit of experience. So I wonder, wonder that. I think it's I think it's tricky with box to box because like like we were talking about this last night. Unless you watch them, you don't yeah. really know who's. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Truly box to box. Yeah. Um, We'd never pay him, but another Oxford player, and me and Matt are a big fan of him. He's a little bit more attacking, but uh, Cameron Brannigan, um, from, also from, he, he's yeah. quality. Blackpool tried to buy him. Right. I think he um, ended up signing a new deal, but they were going to sign him for like a what you know one point five, right? Um, which I think is worth the worth the money. But it's really hard to say. And to be honest, I don't want to um, <clears throat> bum people out, but I can't really see us signing anyone. I think they're going to carry on. You know, it seems like there's a lot of rumours about defenders. So um, I don't know. Well, doesn't look like we're looking at that. Although maybe to fix it, more defensive rather than box-to-box, but, you know, Nakayama could play there, potentially yeah. he's played there in the past. Well, you need Kasumu to stay fit. That's the that's the fix. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's going to be the annoying thing if we've basically wasted a, a sign in there, if he doesn't stay, stay fit all season. You want to be getting at least, you want to get in at least 25 games out of him this year. And even I think that's not enough. He needs to be starting most games. But when you... By all accounts, MK Dons, that was his main problem, wasn't it? Picking up injuries. And he's already missed three weeks because of that, yeah. that one from the Burnley game. Um, Tricky. Yeah, it is. It's a good question, James. But I, I, I like Brody said, and I think you need to... You need to see these players, don't you? I mean, they don't... I, I just really like that Alan Campbell at Luton because he... He's like a he's like a worse a worse version of Lewis O'Brien. <laughs> I think that's what we need. We need a, we need as close to a Lewis O'Brien as we can get. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think we're missing, but maybe we need to shift it. You know, but um, yeah, I don't know. You know, James. To be honest, you do it. <laughs> yeah, James. <laughs> you tell us someone you, you want. Find, you find us players, and then you come on and tell us. Go to town. Right yeah. in an envelope, hand it to Lee Bromby. Sorted. I'm sure he'll listen to you. <laughs> uh, 
Um, you know, maybe Kamara, maybe there's someone, you know, not so much box-to-box, a bit more defensive, but he's highly rated. So maybe just start him, as I was saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move on anyway. Um, so you're the boss time. Uh, mm-hmm. So the previous lineup was 3 4 2 1, according to the old surface score. So you had Nichols, Turton, Reg, Nakiyama in a three, Kessler Hayden, Russell, Redonian, Ruffles. And then the two was Andrew and Thomas with Ward. But I think that kind of changed to like a three. Anyway, Tom, I believe I'm right in saying Lee's only got a one game ban who would be available for this. Signed a yes. new deal. Yesterday, yeah. Um, yeah, quickly, what what do you make of that three year deal? I saw some people saying it'll be thirty five by the time that ends. Do you think that's good business? I think it's good business. I, I don't know. It's, it's it. You, I think you always with time, right? You've got to look at the way they work at the moment, and they've always got a plan with players like that, haven't they? He's experienced. He's played a lot of championship football. Um. You're probably looking. He's going to be at town at that long because he's going to eventually go into some sort of role in it. He's got to do. That's yeah. just the that's just the way town work. I think when you like Hoggy, the same. He'll be there. I think like they'll keep like Rhodes as well. I think that's why Rhodes kind of got that length of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Striker coach kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. just think that's I think that's the way town are working at the moment and how we're set up. So I don't think it was any shock for him to be about for that long. Um it's it's similar to Hudson, isn't it? It's what happened with Hudson. Yeah. Um gave him that long deal, then he transitioned into that coaching role. Um and then look where he's gone now. He's gone to Cardiff doing pretty well there, isn't he? With um with Morrison, so um, I think that's the only thing we've got to think about when we get to that stage is maybe not throwing these coaches in so early into situations that <laughs> maybe they're not yeah. ready what ready for because that was kind of what happened to Hudson as well, wasn't it? So yeah, um, I, I'm I'm happy with it. Are you happy with it? Uh, yeah, no, I am. I think um, I know she's not started this season so well, but I think that's more. Um, you know, I think we're feeling the loss of Pearson and yeah. and uh, and Levi. So I think we we talked about it before. I think that's kind of why it makes sense. Maybe looking at defensive defensive players. Um, yeah, no, I think um, like you say, it's for the coach in thirty five. I saw some people saying like, oh, that means we don't want to get back into the Premier League. But um, I think that's a bit harsh. And also, you know, if you think that's bad, remember we offered Richard Keo. A new contract <laughs> yeah. with a coach in transition, and yeah. he turned us down. So yeah. <laughs> it could be worse. I, yeah, I think he's smart. You know, we picked him up on a free, and he was incredible last season. So I'm I don't much, think much happier with Tom Lee's having potentially having that option than Kia. Exactly. Imagine if Kia would have accepted that, we probably would never have got Tom Lee's. <laughs> exactly. Real sliding doors moment. The the Kia Lee's conundrum. Um, anyway, so what would you do to to change it? I I think I'd bring Lee's back in. I know he's been a yeah. bit ropey, but I think so. Lee's in for Edmonds Green, probably. Yeah. Um, I think Edmonds Green. He's he's looking all right, isn't it? But he's. I think he just needs to. I think he just needs to bulk up a bit, get a bit of, because that's so that is one problem with our backline at the moment. We've not got. Not got any big lads there, really. 
Nakayama gets stuck in. Lee's uses his experience, but we're we're missing Pearson so much. We're missing a bit of bit of fight and grit in there, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, Lee's back in. So Tur and Nakayama either side. Um, obviously Nichols in there. Then Kesler Hayden, right back. Ruffles left back. You think? Still. Yeah, I think so. I mean, to be honest, I don't really see how else we can play at the moment. No, I, I, I thought, think, I thought but, it was all right, actually, yeah. on Saturday. I thought it was all mm. right. I'd, he had decent spells, didn't he? Because mm. was he up against, pretty much up against uh, Jed Wallace, wasn't he? So, and I know Jed Wallace scored two goals, but... I don't um, think that was down to him. And no, he kept switching sides. Yeah, well, yeah he's a so. good player. Yeah. Um, then I, I'm, I'm dropping Holmes in then, Brady, for Russell. Yeah. And I'm basically saying, do your best Lewis O'Brien impression and see what happens. Um, the worrying thing there is do you, lo- you lose you lose any height we had at all. Yeah. I mean, Ruffles is fairly tall, and I suppose you've got Lee's coming back. But um, Rajoni's six foot, isn't he? Yeah, fair. true. All right. Um, so, I, I, I've gone for the same. I've put Holmes in the middle there. Just give him a game, see what he can do. With Rajoni. Hmm. Yeah. And then same front three? Yeah. Sarva um, played better, didn't he? He did. I've actually dropped him for this, though. Um, right. I just think he looked a bit knackered. Mm. Like I, People are saying, oh, he's not been as good, but like I think he just needs a rest. And I wonder, yeah. Blackpool at home, I think we've been better at home. And I wonder mm. if he's saving for that, because he can't be playing two, two yeah. games a week. I think he looks too knackered. So, so I would uh, give... I'd give Mahoney a start. Right, Mahoney. Yeah, fair just, enough. Just, you know, I know they've been building up his fitness, but um, I'm, I'm seeing it as like a give Mahoney like 55. Yeah. You know, and then give, Not give Pat Jones? Someone. Well, Pat Jones was ill, wasn't he? That's why he missed out on Saturday. But if Pat Jones is fit... I, I think it's a, Danny it's said he was... Coin. I think Schofield said in his presser that um, there's no... Apart from obviously Kasuma and Pearson, I I think he was hinting at that there's quite a few lads back. Um, I don't know about Hoggy. Hoggy was a maybe, but I think he was saying Pat Jones. Yeah. Um, okay. Was just well, may- maybe yeah. I, I think it's a flip of a coin. Then who's who's fair? Uh, mm. Jones and Mahoney. Um, yeah. Maybe Jones actually because he's left sided. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So that's that's it. Same team really. I just um, yeah. Yeah. Basically, give the away. ball to Tina. <laughs> Yeah, Give the ball to Tino and let him run. Um, yeah. yeah. When you look at the goals they've conceded, yeah, that is, I think that is the best tactic. Give the ball to Tino, let him run and shoot. Yeah. And then oh, just try your best to get a clean sheet. Yeah. Well, no silly I... stuff, though, is it? That's the problem. There's been a lot of mistakes, there's been a lot of sloppiness this year. Yeah, so far, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. How, how do you see it going anyway? This game, what's what's your score prediction? Um, can I give you two scores? You can <laughs> go on then. So it's either going to be 2 0 town, yeah, or 4 1 Bristol City. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite a fluctuation, <laughs> yeah. Okay, what 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 has to hinge on it for for it to change? Who scores first? 
Okay, so if, I'm assuming if Bristol score first, you it's four one. Yeah, and if yeah. Town well, score obviously first, you said two 0 <laughs> Yeah, two 0 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can tell it's the morning still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I think, Brady. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I'm gonna do my classic where I think we'll lose, but I say one one. I mm. think one one. Yeah, I mean West Brom. It, it really took the wind out of my sails because I just thought, to be honest, Tino was just class. Like, yeah, and that first half, and I don't think we actually played well. I just think Tino was just like two moments of quality. Um, but yeah, we just. I think when Ruffles hit the post, like the first thing I said to my stepdad was like, if he if we'd have scored that, we would have absolutely stolen that. Mm. Um, so. I don't know. It's just it's just not looked good. Uh, you know, Matt made a good point. I don't I don't think we've played better than any team we've played this season, which is a bit worrying. No. no. Um, so yeah, no, I'm going one one. I I am picking Radoni to get his first. That'd be nice. That'd yeah. be nice thing. Anyway, Tom, let's get let's use all the level of enthusiasm, the small amount we have, because yeah. it's time for the amazing. Elbow. <laughs> um, I think the fans could probably see I was trying my best, working hard. The amazing elbow. As a centre forward, you know, the last thing he wants is a goal drought starting off at a club. Started on my own up front, and the really good centre forwards like Jordan were rested. That was enthusiastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so last time on The Amazing Elbow, um, you voted in your droves. Um, basically, Hartrick and Chicken were having that f- scrap, weren't they? And they told him to uh, visit the kitsman's office and uh, and uh, go at, go ask for the cabbage man. So the cabbage man's there in the kitsman's office, and you voted that he is holding some blueprints to Canal Side. Ooh, how mysterious! Um, so he goes to this office, um, and there he is, and. And the cabbage man looks up at him and says, come close there, Mr. Elbow. Come look at these blueprints. So he does. He goes, look at the blueprints. And he notices something very interesting. In the bottom corner on the far pitch, he sees dot, dot, dot. There we go. Yeah. Bottom corner, he sees dot, dot, dot. Um. So normally you show me before we start recording. I know, so but I, I haven't. So this is just off the top of your head. Oh, give me. Have you got an answer? I've, I've got. I've got an answer. Then I honestly haven't thought about it yet either. <laughs> so this would be. This could be the most random best one ever. So in the bottom corner, he sees in on the blueprints, a. <laughs> a, a tunnel, a secret tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> a secret tunnel. <laughs> yeah, in the center circle. <laughs> An underground secret tunnel. <laughs> it's not very well hidden on these blueprints, so. <laughs> yeah, the secret tunnel. It's just like it, Mark clearing yeah, the blueprint. Yeah, it's just got a line next to it. Underground secret tunnel. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, I don't know. I'm going. What does he say? 
<laughs> this is great podding, by the way. I know, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have to cut this bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm leaving it in, keeping them on the t- building suspense. Okay, he sees Put some elevator is... music over the top. <laughs> this piano. Uh, I mean, he's going to have to come in at any point, and I think it's because I saw the image the other day. No, I, yeah. yeah. Um, he sees Boovy, Andy yeah. Boov and yeah. Neil Warnock carrying on their podcast chat. <laughs> Boovy and Warnock podcast. Boovy and Warnock having, having yeah. a chat. Nice one. All right. That's good. Um, um, let's see how, just two. And then we'll throw in a random one. Because um, I think James did one where he just elbows him randomly. So we'll just put that one in there as well. What, James elbows him? No, no. <laughs> the amazing elbow just like says, shut up, cabbage man, and he just elbows him. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, but that hang on, be... he sees something on the pitch. Sees yeah, I know, the but they, yeah, All right. instead he just elbows just him. Just elbows him. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's really driving the narrative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um... So the options are so when when he's looking at the uh, blueprints for uh, Canal Side, he sees in one of the pictures either a secret tunnel in the centre circle, Andy Booth having a chat with Neil Warnock, or he just elbows, he just ignores the cabbage man and elbows him instead. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Okay, we'll we'll see. Right, okay, well we will be back to preview <laughs> the Blackpool game. Um, Hope you enjoyed this. This has been short and sweet. I don't know how long we've actually been recording, but we're both very tired. And um, just be lucky you got a little bonus pop on the day. Let's hope uh, Tom's prediction of a 2 0 win was right and it's not 4 1 or it's not 1 1, but we will see. Um, but yeah, thanks to you all for listening. Thank you to Magic Rock as always for sponsoring this podcast. Don't forget you can get 10% off all online orders with the code AHTTC10. Uh, we will be back to preview Blackpool with some more enthusiasm and some more coffee in us. Uh, half an hour and up the town. Up the town. So town play up and bring the car back to Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.